How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Charlie's Liquor Bar. Everyday low prices with four great locations. Tarmore, Albion Park, Unandera and Warilla. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track. Welcome back to Saturdays in the Gong. I'm Tim Barrow, the Illawarra Mercury Sports Editor. I'm here with Illawarra Hawks great Matty Campbell. Matty, I nearly had a drama this morning. I was coming in, I nearly choked on my banana bread on the the drive-in, nearly crashed the car. So if anyone saw a a man with a darker shade of beetroot on the way in, I I did make it okay. (laughs) You've got to chew your food, mate. Make sure you chew your food. Absolutely. From a, a man who struggles to eat breakfast to a man who played... More than 300 games at the elite level, as well as a World Cup from Fiji. Good morning to you, Ashton Sims. Good morning, gentlemen. What a great yeah, morning. sunny autumn's morning. And... Great to have you on board, mate. Um, obviously, it's great to have the Rugby League back. What's impressed you most out of the, uh, the three games so far? Well, you've got to say last night's result with the Brinkers and Broncos. Um, obviously, that's a huge upset win, but they really look like the Broncos of old. Um, I thought they had really good go forward. I thought they were physical. I thought the skill-wise they were really good. Young Billy Walters had a had a good game, getting thrown in that hot seat by his father, Kevin. So, look, it was 11-4, a good victory for them, and hopefully puts them on a bit of a, 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 a better path than they have in the last couple of seasons. And, mate, today, obviously, uh, the St. George Illawarra Dragons, they're kicking off their season up at the Sunshine Coast against the Warriors. It was a, a great uh, great victory there in the Charity Shield. I think we've got a little bit of a, a moment there from uh, from the game a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, look, it was, a, it was a really important result for the Dragons. Obviously, last year wasn't the wasn't the year they really wanted to have. So, and, obviously, being our, uh, being our local team, we always like to support local, and I think that... Um, you know, Charity Shield is the closest that you'll get to an NRL game. There's, you know, there's a lot of history steeped in that, uh, uh, in that shield. So, look, just like the Penrith Panthers, though, um, you know, the Panthers, they, they got beaten soundly in their trial matches and then turned around on Thursday night and, and walloped the Manly Eagles. So, look, you can't just go off, off recent trial matches. You know, they've got to make sure that they're very disciplined uh, in both defence and attack because the... Um, the Warriors, you know, they'll be up for it. They, they looked impressive in a couple of their trial matches as well. They had some good moments. Um, so I think that if the Dragons play to their potential, if they really look to nullify Cody Nic- uh, Nicarima and Sean Johnson, who are their halves, uh, the Warriors' halves today, that'll be their best shot in getting the two points. Yeah, I, I agree with that too. And you, you're right about the um, the way the Broncos came out and played. They lo- they looked like they were the Broncos of old, but it was the line, it was how disciplined they were on the defensive end that really set them up yep. for that game. And I think looking at the trial game from the Dragons' point of view, it looked like they had that discipline, especially on defence. And I think that's the key to it. And, and across the league yep. so far from all the games, I think the team that showed that discipline on the line and the commitment uh, are, the, are the teams that have come away with the victory. So I think that's a real key to them. Yep. Oh, most definitely. You know, you can have all the best. Uh, you can have all the best attacking flair in the world, but what you know, premiership defense wins premierships. You know that. Mm. Um, I, I know that. Not that I've won a premiership, but I've played against many good teams who That's have right. just got that steel curtain. They've just got. Yeah. They're so stingy in defense. They've got great methods. Of you know, they're all connected. Um, there's accountability in defence there as well. So once one player does something, the whole team does it. Um, that, that's where that's really important, uh, especially, in, especially in these big games. Look, I know it's only round one, but you want to start the year off as, 
you know, on, on the right foot. You want to make sure that all those methods and tips and techniques, tactics that you've been working on during pre-season comes to fruition in the game. And, and you know, under, because they're training, you know, there's not a lot of pressure. There's pressure from coaches, scrutiny from assistant coaches. But once you're on that big stage, you know, that's where, you know, that's where your medal's going to be tested, and especially in defence. Yeah, and and it's and it's a bit about belief too. Like they they build a bit of momentum in the in the preseason, so and and yep. you know there would be skeptics out there, and they, and within their own group they would be sitting there a little bit nervous about what level they're going to come out at. So I think it's really important from the Dragons' point of view that they come out and put yep. on a uh, you know at worst case they have a great showing and it's a tight game and they're they're outstanding. But I think they need to win just for their own confidence to 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 make yeah. sure that they you know people don't you know discard them straight away at the start of the season. I think it's a very, very important game yeah. for the Dragons. Oh, absolutely it is. And you know, the one thing about the Dragons, we've got very, you know, there's very loyal supporters and, you know, they're very hot-blooded. You know, when, mm. they're, when we're doing well, you know, the, the fans right behind you when you're doing, when you're not doing so well, um, you know, the fans can turn on you. So, in saying that's, that's not just the Dragons, that's all, that's all different sports and all different teams from around the league. So, look, I'm look, you know, you look at their team, they've got some really good young guys. You know, you've got your Sloans, your Ramses, Moses Suley, he's got to be a really good pick-up. The way he finished off with Manly last year gives, you know, Dragons, should give Dragons fans a lot of hope because I love their centre combination with, with Suley and, and Jackie Lomax. It's good to see him back. Let's just hope he has an uninterrupted season this year. Mm, uh, and then, true. look, you've got the... You've got the the, the linchpin, the, the main man, the mastermind behind it all, Ben Hunt, who's probably come off his best season in the in the Dragons' colours last year. Um, so he'll be guiding them around the park, and then you've got a really, you know, a really stout forward pack there as well. A good a good front row, a good back row. But again, what's on paper and what's happened in preseason means nothing. This is you know this is crunch time. This is it. This is where we get um, to see you know where all those those reps in the gym and on the field. This is where it has to come to fruition. And, you know, the cream always rises to the top. So I think this is going to be a, a, a good game for the Dragons. It's a good matchup against the Warriors because they've got some, you know, they've got some heavy hitters over there too. Don't worry about that. I'm a, I'm a big fan of one of their, uh, one of their front rollers, Adam Fanoa Blake. He's the captain. He's probably the leader of the Warriors with Sean Johnson. Uh, and ex and ex and George Illawarra um, uh, Jr. as well. So I'm sure there'll be a little bit of added spice uh, to his game tonight. Have we seen enough out of the combination so far? Obviously, Ben Hunt is a key experienced player. You've got Andrew McCulloch there um, in the hooking role. Uh, gelling now with the young guns in um, Tyrell Sloan, Talatau Amoni and their halves. Um, yep. you know, and obviously, those centre combinations are going to come into that as well. Uh, are you impressed mm. enough, I guess, out of the, the early stages that, that the young blokes who you know, have, have a bit of expectation on them this year can go to a, another level? Early stages? I'm happy with how they're going, yeah. I just hope they get a little bit of time to gel. We always talk about in rugby league, the spine is so important. So the spine, the one, the six, the seven, the nine. Um, but I just hope that they get a little bit of time to, uh, to, to combine in these big games. Obviously, at training, they probably had plenty of time to, uh, um, to, to gel, to get the little uh, combinations going. But, you know, training's all well and good. But, it, you know, it's, it's like the old Mike Tyson adage. Everyone gets, everyone's got a plan to get punched in the mouth. And, you know, once you get on that hot, once you get on the, in that hot seat in front of, you know, 20,000, 30,000 fans, when the heat's on, uh, when the pressure's on there, that's where, you know, all that training needs to come into, uh, come into play and they need to deliver on the big stage. So, look, I'm, I'm confident in them. I think I, I'm really impressed with Sloan. The moments I've seen Amon, Talatel Amon, last year, I thought he was very impressive. 
He's a young guy. Um, he's got plenty of uh, um, you know, plenty of spice about him. You know, he's, he's got great hands. He's a stout defender. Um, so I just hope that Griffin, you know, he sticks with those guys for a couple of for a couple of weeks and gives them a chance to flourish. We're here with Ashton Sims, former Dragons, Broncos, Cowboys and uh, former Fiji World Cup player. Talking rugby league as we kick off the season, I'll tell you one team who might be under a little bit of pressure after last night, South Sydney. Now, they've lost mm. to Brisbane and they'll be disappointed with that. But coming up in this month, they have the Storm, the Roosters and the Panthers and then they play the Dragons on April 9. They are in real danger of being 0-4 and as we know, it's very difficult to come back from there. Oh, it's very difficult to come back. Yeah, look, I know it's only the start of the season and people think, oh, there's still, you know, there's still 20-odd rounds or 18 more rounds to go. But if you, if you start on the wrong foot, uh, momentum is a very, very funny thing in, in sport and especially in rugby league. Um, you get that, you know, the belief starts disappearing at training. You start getting a few guys getting a little bit agitated um, at training, but that's where it's really important to have a, a strong head figure, a strong coach, a strong culture at the club. That, you know, and under all different types of adversity, that you are resilient enough to come back from that. Uh, and that's, and how do, you get, how do you build that resilience is by going through hard times. It's not by just, uh, you know, going through win after win after win and mowing through teams. You've got to be, you know, quote unquote, punched in the mouth, or you've got to, you've got to get up off the canvas, or you've got to, you've got to uh, experience a couple of losses to understand how to get those wins. Yeah, um, but again, it- yeah. You, it, it does look it, it's an interesting and an interesting draw from from South's point of view, but that they did look a little bit like just a little bit off the mark, um, like compared mm-hmm. to compared to the other teams, like the, you know the Penrith came out and just seemed to have that that bits and pieces. But it is very early days, and they're obviously a great football team, so I think they'll find their way. I don't I don't think there's a trouble yeah. for that, but that draw, oof, that is a scary thing. When I wouldn't want to be sitting there looking at those top teams straight away <laughs> after the start of the season. And one thing about season, South. Yeah, but- Yep. One thing oh, about South Sydney was that um, just in regards to South and Wayne Bennett leaving um, the, the Rabbitohs, obviously, in the past, teams have struggled, whether it's the Dragons or Newcastle, the Broncos had struggled. Definitely. The South have come up with a um, you know transition plan uh, with Jason Dimitriou, but there is a bit of a yep. pass there where teams do sort of struggle to pick it up after, um, after the great man leaves. Absolutely, and what and what what bigger shoes is there to fill in rugby league than taking over from Wayne Bennett? Um, you know, you, you you put that into you put that into perspective, and also, look, I this is my personal opinion. I think one of the, I think probably the top three player in the world is is Latrell Mitchell. So they're missing their best player, yeah, as true. well as the as well as one of the greatest rugby league minds and coaches of all time. The one mm. thing about Wayne Bennett, who I, I had him for twelve months, I had him for one year. The one thing about Wayne is. He knows how to get his charges up for a game. Whether you're whether you're favourites, whether you know you're, you're well under in underdogs, and we were, you know, I've, I've been in a few teams when we were really hot underdogs um, coming into games when Origin come through and we were decimated by by the Queensland selection. But he just made you believe that once you put that jersey on, whether it was the Broncos at the time, but whether it was the Dragons, the Knights, the South Sydney, once you put that jersey on, you're not just representing yourself, you're representing the club, you're representing the culture, you're representing the past, the, the great players who have come before you, and you, all of a sudden you're running out 10 foot tall and bulletproof. Mm. Um, so, and that's it, look, not every coach has that. It's a skill that, he's just a great man manager, he's got great EQ, that emotional intelligence that Wayne gets, and instills that belief in his team, and also instills that belief in those individuals, in yourself. 
Because he's not asking you to go out there and play out of your skin every game. He used to say, I want you to play 7 out of 10 today. Because if you play 7 out of 10, you've done your job for the team. Um, so, look, always going to be big shoes to fill. Jason Dimitri, he comes with very, uh, you know, he's a very, very good coach from all reports. Uh, he had spent a bit of time over there in the UK and he's got a good reputation over there in the UK as a hard-working, uh, hard-working coach. So, again, they've got a bit of a rough, uh, a tough draw to start the year off. But with guys like, you know, Latrell Mitchell coming back, Cody Walker, Cam Murray, who I can't even, who I can't speak highly enough of. Yeah, absolutely. Look, that, they'll be, they'll be alright, even if they do have a bit of a rocky start. I don't think they'll go 0 and 4. I think they'll pick one or two wins up there, uh, especially with the big fella coming back. Now, Ashton, you've continued your career after playing in rugby league in the Group 7 manager, and there's um, some exciting things going on uh, with the Group 7 competition. Obviously, you had the, the All-Star game, which is a great pre-season feature, and uh, the Southern Highlands Storm have come into the competition as well. Yeah, look, we, we started off with the Group 7 in Indigenous All-Stars uh, match versus the Group 7 All-Stars, and that was a, that was a, it was a good success, which I was... Yeah, I was Really proud of everyone who was involved in that because, you know, it takes a lot to get those games on. But also, I really want to give a real wrap and a shout-out to all the players who, uh, who put their hand up to play. Uh, making those phone calls, you're always... I don't, you know, I don't know these guys personally yet. I do now, but at the time, you know, I'm ringing up some of our best players in the Group 7, South Coast Group 7 competition, asking them to play a, a one-off match. And, you know, I just I didn't know if, if, if I'd get told to... Yeah, yes, no, or go go shove it up me, Jaxie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, everyone everyone said yes. A couple had to pull out late with injury and and one had to pull out late with work. But, you know, all in all, what we wanted for that season, oh, sorry, that game to be, was just to get rugby league back in front of people. You know, we've had two abandoned seasons. Um, You know, rugby league plays such an important part here on the South Coast. Uh, It's been the, you know, it's been the the heartbeat of, of winter sports for over 100 years, uh, and we just wanted to get that back in front of people. We wanted to get that back uh, in our communities and really just help bind our communities through sport because, as you know, you know, sport, it transcends all different languages, barriers, racial um, uh, uh, language barriers. It, it, it's such a great, uh, great element that we've got in our life. Um, so the All-Stars, it, it was really good, and I was really proud to, um, to hand over. We're, we're about to hand over a cheque to the Rise Up program at the Shoalhaven PCYC, who we've, uh, who we've linked up with there uh, oh, nice. to, to help kids, yeah, to help teenagers stay in either school, sport or work. Uh, and we'll be working closely with the Shoalhaven PCYC and the Rise Up program moving forward. Uh, and the second part, unfortunately, uh, Southern Holland Storms had to pull out of, of first grade this year. Uh, they've, uh, uh, so they're just going to be in the under-18s and, and the third grade, which is a good step for them. It's a positive step. Uh, it's certainly not a step back because when it comes to you know, building rugby league clubs, you really need to build from the ground up. And, and probably like in, it's the same in business, the same in any different competitions. You've got to have a strong foundation to, to have that sustainability in the future for your club, for your team. So, oh, absolutely. Uh, we're, we're exactly. Really, yeah, yeah, it's exactly. And then you look at those like professional teams that are doing really well. You know, your Storm and your Panthers, that's what they're doing with their professional program, building that with the local content that gets them to that level. So, yeah, that's got to emulate at a lower level as well. And you can bring it up all the way through your juniors. Strong juniors yep. end up being strong seniors. Always look after always look after the grassroots suit. You know that. It's, um, I, remember when, I remember when Phil Gould first came out with, that, uh, with the Panthers Academy and people were laughing at it. 
and off the, and but no one understood what it was for. Like they were saying, why are you spending all this money on juniors on an academy there? Like you've got all this great weights room and, and gym and all that, but what's it mean? Well, mm. seven years later, look at the Panthers. Look at the Penrith Panthers now. Absolutely. Um, look at a few different clubs who are who are trying to emulate their junior system because. That's the important part. Is there's no point going out buying all these people, uh, all these players, spend, wasting and spending money on that when you can develop your grassroots. And that's what that's we're a- really looking forward to at the Group 7. We've got some uh, irons in the fire around doing our, obviously not to that scale, but doing a high-performance Group 7 Junior Bulls Academy. Um, so that's something that I'm, I'm very passionate about because I was, in, I was one of the uh, Group 7 Juniors uh, representative players when I was coming through that 13, 14, 15 ages. And I know how important it is for kids to aspire to something because if you don't have something to aspire to, not just in kids in life, if you don't have goals, visions, missions, values, um, that, you know, you just sort of fight around aimlessly in life. So at least we're, you know, we, we've, got to, we've got a real, uh, um, a, a real goal or, or, or something for yeah. kids to aspire to, well to play for, to keep them in the game. Absolutely, Ashton. You're doing some great things down there mm-hmm. in Group 7. We really appreciate you coming on, mate. Always good to chat, and we look forward to catching up as the uh, the Group 7 season kicks off. You bet. No worries. Thanks, Timmy. Thanks, sir. Thanks. Good to always Thanks. talk to you, boys. That was Ashton Sims, the former NRL player, now Group 7 manager. We're here thanks to Charlie's Liquor Barn, everyday low prices with four great locations, Tarmor, Albion Park, Unandera and Warilla. We're going to head off to the news and we'll be back with more. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.